Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Louis Armstrong singing about what a wonderful world this is. Uh, even better than the Joe Pesci version of this song is the Louis Armstrong version of this song. Uh, this is another birthday bumper music selection by um, Deborah McNally, who's celebrating her birthday today after having a, uh, a very, very stressful week. Meantime, um, you need... A reminder occasionally that it is a pretty wonderful world in looking at our mental health situation. One of the things uh, that we always hear from some corner of the world, whenever there's a mass shooting, we always hear, oh, it's not a gun issue. It's a mental health issue. Now, it could be both, but it's certainly a mental health issue. If you look at what happened to Jordan Neely, on the subway. I mean, there's no reason he should have died. He died because the city victimized him and the state and everybody. The mental health infrastructures that were in place to help a guy that is clearly in need of help, they did not help him. We all failed, Jordan Neely. He was dead long before he stepped onto that uh, that subway. And... Every day, it seems like there's a different issue about mental health, mental illness. Now, look, there is a big uptick in depression in society. There's a big uptick in anxiety in society. We are seeing suicide become a statistically pretty significant driver of death among young people. So I'm always hesitant to lump all of this into the same boat because obviously if you're depressed and you can improve with either medication or psychotherapy of some sort you're in a very different ball game than somebody that's a mass shooter if you're suicidal you're in a very different frame of mind than someone who is a paranoid schizophrenic uh, if you are violently mentally ill, you're in a very different frame of mind than uh, someone that may have some sort of bipolar disorder. 
So I'm always hesitant to lump this all into the umbrella of mental health. However, this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. So uh, before the month is out, doesn't mean we're going to stop paying attention to it once the month is over. But before the month is out, I thought we should uh, do whatever we can to bring as much attention as we can to some of these mental health issues that a lot of us are dealing with. We, we heard the Surgeon General recently talk about the loneliness epidemic. And this, this is a very real problem in the country. And it's a problem that I don't know that we have our, our finger on the solution of yet. A guy that has spent a lot of time involved in this area and writing about this area and being willing to share his story is Peter Vox, a retired school teacher, a professional musician, a mental health patient, and the author of the book, The Psych Ward Notes, Surviving Anxiety and Depression. He's also a great listener and a great guy that I've had the privilege of meeting several times. Peter, it's great to talk with you again. Hi, Frank. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you. Peter, for people that didn't hear our previous discussions, remind folks of your story in a nutshell. You obviously had a great teaching career going for yourself and uh, were doing a lot of interesting things. What happened? What? How did you go from uh, being a teaching professional to being in a psych ward? What happened? Um, I, I had anxiety and depression since childhood and it got to a point where it was out of control and, uh, between trying different medications and, uh, just events that were happening in my life. Um, there were, uh, three unfortunate suicide attempts and I wound up, uh, committed. So I spent about, uh, 14 months total, uh, hospitalized. And how would you characterize the kind of treatment that you got when you were in the psych ward? Um, for a person like me, you know, a, a male, six feet tall, you know, almost 200 pounds, you, you get treated um, fairly well. There's a lot of medication that's given to you. They drug up, or I say drug up, they medicate the patients a great deal Um for a variety of different reasons. If they're afraid you're violent, then you're given a lot of medication, so you're subdued. Um, and it depends also on the severity of your illness. You're, you know, if, if you're uh, suicidal, then they're going to give you a lot of medication, uh, you know, to stop those uh, thoughts from, stop these suicidal ideation from happening. But um, I feel that the reason that they're giving so many medications is because they're overrun with patients. Mm. And then there's the other side. There's obvious, there, there are abuses, abuses that happen to people, you know, uh, females and other people that are, um, you know, uh, more uh, mentally uh, that have more problems than other people do. How's your mental health now, Peter? Uh, I'm doing well, you know, um, there, there was a point I was off medications, but you, you know, sometimes you have to go back on. Uh, I recently became a certified peer specialist. I'm working for an organization in Manhattan called the bridge, New York. And we help people, uh, that were like me, uh, find, find housing, uh, find employment and, um, have someone else to talk to, uh, besides their therapist someone who's lived it. All right. Um, 
Well, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear you're doing well, and uh, appreciate you taking the time to share a bit of your story. I know it could be a challenging thing uh, to talk about, but if people are um, are interested in learning more, they could certainly check out your book, The Psych Ward yep. Notes, and that's available on Amazon and, and wherever books are available. Right, Peter? Correct. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Psych Ward Notes: Surviving Anxiety and Depression. Yeah. Available. If you Google the title, it'll come up everywhere. Great, and they could just search uh, Peter Vox on Amazon. All right. Um, let's talk about where we are in society today. Before we talk about how we're treating people that are mentally ill, let's talk about how how bad the mental illness problem is in the country at large. From what you see, Peter, how bad is it? Uh, it's getting worse. Um, I looked up some numbers the other day. There's over 40 million people in the country with some sort of anxiety disorder, um, over 20 million, you know, adults uh, and and younger people with depression. And I think it was 132 people a day uh, are committing suicide. So uh, there's a, there's a lot of reasons for this. Um, I would say, you know, societal pressures, uh, you know, the social media, um, what's going on in the news, the, the state of politics. Uh, like you mentioned before, people feeling lonely, more and more people getting divorced, uh, the attachment to our electronics where there's a disconnect uh, between people uh, having um, a human connection with each other. Things will become more virtual and more lonely. So I feel all of those things are combining to, uh, combining to the rise in, in these uh, mental health issues. In a typical year in this country, the U.S. will spend, public and private, on mental health over $200 billion. Now, that's a lot of money. That's more than we spend on a lot of other sectors of the economy, a lot of other health sectors, and a lot of other things in general. Do you think the way that we're spending that money currently, Peter, do you think it's effective? If 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 not, why not? Um, the money uh, can be effective if it's used, obviously, in the proper way. The policies that we read that are set up sound good, but it depends on if the resources are going to the right place. Um, and it also uh depends on uh, how the patients are reacting, people's willingness to get help, uh, the willingness of their families to help them out too. Uh, so, you know, that the old, that old saying, it takes a village, um, you know, is important. Uh, but there, there are resources out there. Uh, I think the resources need to be promoted more. And once people see what's available, um, they'll be more likely to do something about it. I used to interview a, a fella that was very vocal on this subject. You might have you might have known him. You might be familiar with him. His name was DJ Jaffe. He'd written a lot on this space, and unfortunately he passed away. But a v- very intelligent guy, and I found that he made a very compelling case. And essentially what he would say is part of the problem is that everybody's mental health could be improved but there's really 5 to 8% of the country with serious mental illness. And throwing money at mental health in general 
improving the mental health of all Americans, that doesn't necessarily help the 5 to 8% of Americans that are most in need of treatment and resources. I think I'm summing up his philosophy accurately. Is that something that you agree with, Peter, or is he off base? Um, I agree partially. I mean, the people that you see on the streets that are clearly schizophrenic or psychotic, they need the most help. They need, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's an inconvenient truth or an ugly truth, but there, there are people that unfortunately, um, are not functioning well in, in regular society. And, um, you know, if they're violent, then, uh, you know, you hate to say they got to be locked up, but it's, you know, they, or, or use the word incarcerated, you know, for people that get offended. Um, but they need to uh, have a place to go where they're safe uh, for themselves and other people are safe and they have a, a quality of life that's, that's positive where, you know, they have a proper space to, to live and be productive somehow. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. We're talking with Peter Vox, author of the book, The Psych Ward Notes, Surviving Anxiety and Depression. Peter, I think everybody listening has had moments where they've suffered bouts of anxiety or depression. That's natural. That's part of life. You deal with the death of a loved one. You deal with uh, some financial pressures that are weighing down on you. It, It comes with the territory. How does someone know if the level of anxiety and depression, anxiety or depression, I should say, that they're experiencing is normal and just part of the everyday uh, ups and downs of life versus something that they may need to seek treatment for? Um, In my opinion, if something is lasting for more than a month, if you just can't shake, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, people have a loss in the family, they're going to be depressed for a little while. That's that's normal. But if, if things are happening and they're lasting for a long time or or you're feeling nervous and it's happening more and more times a day uh, and you're and you find your behavior is starting to change, then that that is a big signal to uh, inquire about getting some help uh, through through therapy, um, through doing research. I found uh, doing both, you know, going to therapy and also doing research on my own to find out you know, uh, what could be going on uh, is quite helpful. And um, having been in the psych ward, and it sounds like you've seen some good treatment and some things that uh, could certainly be improved upon, what do you think mm-hmm. needs to change in the treatment of people that may end up in a psych ward? 
Um, the people that have serious mental health conditions, uh, like I said, they they just need a proper space to live. Uh, and um, for the people that have less severe conditions, uh, you know, the over medicating of of those patients can should be dealt with a little bit and uh, um, try more a little more organic ways to help people and to remind people that uh, staying busy and being productive and um, uh, finding ways to keep people engaged in society and engaged with their family and their friends is is a big way and treating people uh, treating people as if they're not feeling isolated and getting people to um, not isolate themselves is very important. We did a segment on Thursday or Friday of last week and uh, a follow-up to last Sunday's New York Times Magazine cover story about the effectiveness of therapy. And a lot of uh, talk therapy specifically, and a lot of callers called up and made the same point in a variety of different ways. Essentially, they said that so much of whether or not therapy is going to be effective is the individual therapist and how you as a patient may jive with that therapist. Do you agree with that? And if you do, uh, how do you pick a therapist that's going to be an effect, be effective for treating your specific issues? It's a lot like having a, uh, uh, a relationship, a sort of a friendship or a marriage where there's definite chemistry, where uh, there's intellectual stimulation, where you're where you feel motivated to open up and motivated to uh, uh, admit your strengths, admit your weaknesses and and your willingness to explore um, all issues from every different possible angles that you could think of. And uh, I feel that talk therapy is an, a, a first step, an important part of dealing with what you have. And then after that, you know, branching off into cognitive behavioral therapy and finding other ways, uh, other avenues that, that are also helpful. So, um, but having that one therapist that you feel a connection to, that you trust, that makes you laugh, that... Uh, if the therapist is going to challenge you and disagree with you and maybe tell you something that you may not want to hear, but you're still okay with it. Uh, so that's really important because it, admitting your your shortcomings and your faults or that you did something wrong, um, it, sometimes it's tough to do. It hurts your pride. So, uh, you know, sometimes it takes work to find someone that you jive with. I asked um, former New York City Police Commissioner, former L.A. Uh, Police Commissioner Bill Bratton about the uptick in police suicides not long ago. And one of the things that he said was he felt that a lot of police officers were reluctant to seek help for whatever issues that they were dealing with because they didn't want to be demoted. And that's generally what the police department did, does in substance. They don't actually demote you, but they take your gun away and kind of transfer you to desk duty so you don't hurt yourself or someone else. And a lot of cops don't want to be put in that position. I, I can imagine that if you're open 
about your issues with certain mental health issues, whether it's anxiety, depression, suicidal tendencies, something else, that that could have professional repercussions in a variety of ways, which may not help when it comes to career advancement. I think we all remember what happened to uh, Thomas Eagleton uh, when, with uh, with respect to when he was the running mate for uh, George McGovern. His political career was largely over after he talked about getting uh, electroshock therapy. What mm-hmm. can you say to people, uh, Peter, who may need help and may need to talk to someone, but they don't want to be judged necessarily by their coworkers or by uh and, and by anybody really uh, because they're afraid it's going to hurt them professionally or socially or some other way um unfortunately i think you have to take the chance and you have to ask yourself the question of what's more important uh my career or my living a quality life and 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 your your suffering to get help and get some relief from your suffering. So uh, the good thing that the good thing that is happening now is that it's more, especially in New York, it's it's more accepted that uh, that people are going to therapy and talking about what's going on in their lives. Um, uh, it, it's 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 funny. More people are shocked that if you don't have a therapist, what do you mean you're not going to therapy? You know, so it's uh, we're, we're lucky around here. But uh, for people that are that are torn between admitting it and and uh, getting demoted at work or um, having a quality of life where they're suffering, uh, you have to really you have to take care of your life first, because it's more important that you're here uh, than you are uh, in a psychiatric hospital or even worse. Well, um, I appreciate the time, Peter. I want to encourage people to check out your book. It is called The Psych Ward Notes, Surviving Anxiety and Depression. It's available on Amazon and most places that books are sold. It's always an important book to read, but especially when it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Franks. Hope to see you soon. 800-848-9222. Oh, scar. Sorry. No, that's our normal number. Our number for today is 833-969-4447. Didn't mean to confuse you there. 833-969-4447. We have the backup number going tonight until we uh, can straighten out these gremlins on the phone lines. 833-969-4447. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation or anything else we've talked about today. Uh, This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Straight ahead. Other side of midnight. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A N A C O O L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.